Hello again, this is Laura Hooper, host of the Future of Elder Care podcast, and today I wanted to discuss an article from Health Services Research. Uh, the article is entitled The 2030 Problem, Caring for Aging Baby Boomers by James Nickman. Hope I'm saying that right. Emily Snell also contributed to this article. And it's very interesting because I think it um, articulates more or less the theme of of this podcast pretty succinctly. Um, there are a lot of great statistical data, a lot of uh, very, a lot of compelling research that was put into this article. Uh, it states that the objective um, is uh, to assess the coming challenges of caring for large numbers of frail elderly as the baby boomer generation ages. And some of the points they cover, a lot of this is based on the trajections, the current um, socioeconomic and demographic patterns and projections based on recent data what those projections are going to look like in the year 2030. And the article covers um, such challenges as making sure society develops payment and insurance systems for long-term care that work much better than the existing ones. Also, taking advantage of advances in medicine and behavioral health to keep the elderly as healthy and active as possible, which is so critical because of this massive tilting of the scales when you'll have the consumers far outweighing the producers. That's a big concern, keeping the aging population as active as possible would be a tremendous asset to the economy. Um, unfortunately, trends in technology will make it so that even someone with multiple chronic health issues, um, can still generate an income, they can be self-employed, wouldn't require much in the way of any sort of physical effort, um, but for them to stay financially independent. And and more so, possibly even starting businesses, um, being able to hire people well on into their 80s, possibly 90s, maybe even doing so from the confines of their home, wherever they happen to be at. So that's that's an important matter to consider. Uh, The article goes on challenging the way society 
organizes community services so that care is more accessible and altering the cultural view of aging to make sure all ages are integrated into a fabric of community life. One of the problems with the nursing home setup is there's this quarantine-like aspect. We don't want to deal with someone who's sick or dying, so we just put them off to the side in a facility and isolate them. Many people, either by circumstance or by choice, oftentimes they won't visit these individuals. And such societal norms need to change. I feel like in many ways they are changing, particularly as the baby boomers begin to enter into retirement and begin to recognize their own frailties and limitations, um, their mentality is shifting. They certainly don't want to go out in a similar fashion. So I feel like in the next 10 to 15 years, especially, we're going to see these attitudes shift. We're going to see more and more means and possibilities for the aging population to continue to be viable, to continue to contribute to society. Um, the article goes on. A major public policy concern in the long-term care field is the potential burden aging society will place on the caregiving system and public finances. 2030 problem involves the challenges of assuring that sufficient resources and effective service systems are available in 30 years when the elderly population is twice what it is today. Much of this growth will be prompted by the aging of the baby boomers, who in 2030 will be aged 66 to 84, the young old, and will number 61 million people. In addition to the baby boomers, those born prior to 1946, the oldest old, will number 9 million people in 2030. So, we we're starting to see this problem already. It, it's been a problem that's been going on in other countries as well. Many parts of Asia and Europe, they've been dealing with this same sort of issue. Families that had a large number of children and then the generations after them, either not having any children or maybe only having one or two, so they've seen this influx. They've seen a huge population of people age out. 
and the younger generations questioning whether or not they'll be able to support these individuals, how sustainable that situation is going to be. The article continues, what type of economic burden might be considered overwhelming? Existing literature never explicitly defines this, but the sense is that the burden might be considered overwhelming if A. Tax rates need to be raised dramatically. B. Economic growth is retarded due to high service costs that preclude other social investments. Or C. The general well-being of future generations of workers is worse than that of the current workers due to service costs and income transfers. The economic burden is a major concern. Resource scarcity, how thin the current resources can be stretched, those are all major concerns, which could lead to a, a tipping point scenario if matters aren't dealt with in the present, if these problems continue to get deferred. It could potentially result in somewhat of a disaster. The article continues, the discussion has significant impl implications for public policy and for private actors focused on developing an effective care system for the mid-21st century public policy goals related to an aging society must balance the need to provide adequate services and transfers with an interest in maintaining the economic and social well-being of the non-elderly. The economic challenges discussed are such that public and private progress and begins in the near future will make the future burden sustainable sustainably easier to handle and this of course should be the goal of everyone in our society this this is one of the biggest concerns that so much emphasis is going to be placed on this massive population at the expense of the younger generations. And again, one, one asset that here in our country we have is that we, technologically speaking, are entering an era unlike any other in any point in history. And this is all very new to us. In many ways, technology is developing in such a way to where the need for some kind of human regulation or control 
means of operating these technologies it will become less and less necessary and there are pros and cons to matters such as artificial intelligence and, and the like but one one advantage you could argue is that this need for a huge insurgence of non-elderly people to enter the workforce to keep the scales balanced maybe thanks to technology that might not be necessary come 2030 and kind of skipping down a little further in the article it uh, discusses discusses aging shocks um, the article states if the lifetime cost of each of these aging shocks are calculated long-term care burden is the worst by far again fluct massive fluctuations a demographic trough essentially is what they're talking about the typical 65 year old faces present value lifetime costs for uncovered long-term care of 44,000 by contrast the present value of lifetime out-of-pocket prescription drug costs averages 12,000 uncovered medical care comes to 16,000 uncovered private insurance premiums come to 18,000 it should be noted that because the United States approach to financing these services aging shocks represent burdens borne by individuals more than society in most other countries these items tend to be financed socially uh, in the previous episode I talked about social capital and in a way organizations based on social capital can curb many of these expenses one thing about the aging population in general is that many people have, have saved again not everyone but many have saved in such a fashion to where they can pay their own way so to speak of course there are concerns with those who've saved nothing what kind of burden they might create on the the younger generation but say like with Beacon Hill Village which is based on social capital it's essentially seniors looking out for seniors and cultivating this concept of, of social capital and again not necessarily 
doing as, let's say, with other countries where it is more government-funded. The, the risk there, of course, is uh, long-term sustainability when you have so many consumers outweighing so many of the producers or a small number of producers and you have these government funded services and of course there's a lot of talk about Medicaid the future of Medicaid and the future of Medicare um just looking at the statistical data, it's hard to imagine Medicare and Medicaid being a viable option in the next two to three decades. Now, with that being said, many people have debated this for a very long time and have made the argument that everyone keeps talking about Medicare and Medicaid being unsustainable, and yet we still have it. I feel the difference with what's going on right now and what we'll see happening in the next few decades is, again, this demographic shift, this this trough or this drop-off. Um... That's what's been the major difference. It's not it's not a gradual decline. It's not a gradual in, increase. It's it's a very sudden dip where one group of people is massively exiting the workforce and then you have a very large population coming in behind the current working generation which is going to be sandwiched in the middle and that's where some of these programs are going to be facing threats that they haven't had to deal with thus far granted it is somewhat of a miracle that uh, Medicare and Medicaid still exist in this day and age and the hope is that those services will continue to be funded that people will receive the care they need but again this is something to consider the statistics are not working in favor of those services but for now, I'm going to stop here. This is a fantastic article dealing with these problems. Um, again, the 2030 problem. Caring for aging baby boomers is the name of the article. And it can be found under PMC or the U.S. National Library of Medicine, National Institutes of Health. I'll probably be doing another episode on this article.
because it's loaded with a lot of great information. It raises some very important questions, I feel. And hopefully some solutions can come about trying to tackle some of these problems.